So we knew the government was going to spend in this budget and they didn't disappoint on that front. On top of the $6 billion for this budget, they've already spent $2 billion from next year's budget and even some money from budget 2024. But is it justified considering the tough time Kiwis are currently experiencing? National leader Chris Luxon joins us now. Morning to you. Morning, Kate. How are you today? I'm good. You guys are calling this the backwards budget, but did the government have to shell out money in these areas given the pinch Kiwis are experiencing at the moment? I mean, how is it backwards? Well, first of all, I mean, it's putting the books, the financial books in New Zealand backwards quite a bit because what we saw yesterday was some Treasury forecasts that's saying that inflation won't get back below the 3% band until 2025. Uh, the economy's going to be only be growing at about 1%. Uh, and so we've really got some tough times ahead of us. And certainly New Zealand and, and well, Grant Robertson's gone off and spent like nothing before. So, uh, and really actually done, I think, you know, spending a lot of money. And the question that I've got fundamentally is, this is a government that actually uh, is always spending more, you know, adding lots of bureaucracy and actually getting worse outcomes. And so, you know, the reality is they confuse sort of spending announcements with actually getting results. Uh, and there's something in between, which is called delivery and execution and implementation, and they do an absolutely abysmal job with it. So, you know, they're spending like unprecedented amounts of money. This is the biggest sort of gush of cash we've ever seen in the history of New Zealand uh, at a time when we've got you know high inflation with us for some time. Uh, and it's just going to mean, you know, Kiwi's going to go through a lot of pain in the coming years. This $27, how much of the money handed out to low-income New Zealanders actually makes a difference? Yeah, well, look, I mean, that was just what I call Band-Aid economics, right? I mean, we've been talking about a cost-of-living crisis since I became the leader. Uh, the OECD has been talking about the pressure that people are under. Uh, everybody can see it, feel it across the country. And that was put in last minute. And as a result, that billion dollars for that payment uh, and the winter energy payments all sits outside the current budget spend as well. So it's $6 billion plus the $2.5 billion you said you know, that they're stolen from the next two budgets, plus the billion on top. So you talk about $9.5 billion worth of spending. But the problem here is, you know, we've got inflation with us for a long, you know, up, up until 2025, quite high levels. Uh, and we've got a, a three-month, you know, $350 payment. Uh, and the better answer, frankly, was to take our idea, which was take the current tax system, just lift the tax thresholds up by the amount of inflation over the last four years, uh, and let Kiwis keep more of their own money rather than give it to Grant Robertson, who, who will waste it, and Kiwis can spend it and save it better than him. Do you understand the decile changes they're making? I mean, there wasn't much detail, but would you flip that equity index idea or keep it? Um, actually, I thought that was one of the good thoughts in um, the budget, and, and we've been very supportive of removing the decile system. The problem, Kate, is it's quite broad-brushed in terms of how um, you know how, how that's a right. You know, what, what schools get support based off you know this decile system, whether you're one to ten. And actually, what we would propose and what we have proposed is that use what's called the IDI data. And you actually get, which means that you actually get down to the individuals and families that actually are really vulnerable and doing it tough. And schools that allocated money are anonymised. They don't know why, uh, but based on the families and the, and the attendees at their school, uh, you actually get a much richer, better, um, I think, support system as a result. So um, that, that's something that we've been supporting for a number of years. Is the decile system just too sort of broad uh, and not targeted enough, um, and actually identifying. You know, through what Bill English would have called social investment, essentially using what we call the IDI database, which is being able to anonymise uh, the families and, and individuals that are at that school uh, and be able to put a, a bunch of money together that then gets to that school. Right, got it. Hey, well, congrats yesterday on your speech in the House. You seem to be really finding oh, your you. mojo there, and that seemed to go very well for you, so um, well done. We're learning lots and having fun. It's been great. Good. But, um, but seriously, I think New Zealand's got some tough economic times ahead, and we need good economic management and good economic leadership. 
Okay, brilliant. Thanks very much, Chris. Appreciate you being with us. Christopher Luxon, National Party leader, got the pitch there from him right at the end. You got it.